0: to yes another podcast on the real fun dc app and as always you can email us at yes another podcast at gmail.com you can follow us on social media on twitter at yes another pod and on ig yes another podcast well guys uh it's sunday fun day nfl sunday how's it going
1: uh for not not good for me for my nfl team but i'm glad washington won i guess are you glad washington won you hey, I, ain't no, I ain't no, I ain't no salt. I ain't no salty. <laughs> hey, look, look, look! Y'all be, y'all
0: be big ops, man. We got Sam um joining us today. You know Sam, he usually fills in for me when I'm, MIA or watching,
1: uh, Atlanta playoff game or whatever. Uh, Sam, <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> Appreciate y'all for bringing back me. Always, always my third time back. Where can they follow you at? Oh, G six underscore goat. That's where you can follow me at IG Twitter. That's where I'm on. Very entertaining follow
2: on all social media <laughs> platforms. You don't, you, don't, you don't tweet that much no more, but on Instagram, you're
1: a really good follow. Appreciate it. Yeah, I need to start. I need to start bouncing out. This Instagram just be taking up like it's like <laughs> 80, 20 like split.
2: If you want somebody to fill your Instagram stories, G6Go will do that for you.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to make my goals to make somebody laugh every day.
0: <laughs> uh, no, it's funny because I don't do too much IG anymore. Um, I post these days but i'm tweeting all the time so uh there is where can i follow you at you can follow
2: my non-tweet mass at the underscore game uh the underscore game 836 on twitter on instagram on youtube and on twitch twitch is popping right now so
0: come join us when we uh when we're streaming over on twitch you know i get so many i get so many alerts um like you know on my phone about this person is going live i see you always going live uh, I haven't been on Twitch in almost six months and the funny thing is like I have games to play but I don't really live stream and I haven't really played anything like that that you know, consistent consistently so I've been kind of like out the loop with Twitch but see it seems like everybody that I know is like flourishing and like becoming like you know associates or is that, is that, is that the word? uh, uh affiliate affiliate yeah, affiliate. store you're looking for like damn maybe i should become a maybe i should like step my uh twitch game up and so i can become an affiliate yeah or uh, or, or my only fans page i want to i need to become i need to step it up one way or the other so at, at dirty rice I'm on on only fans <laughs> <laughs> uh you follow my personal page at that brother los on ig and twitter and so <sighs> hey, y'all ready for the um thanksgiving
2: yeah i mean I, i'm not traveling this year so we get to kind of just kick back and you know it's all it's gonna be the immediate family it's not gonna be a huge gathering so it'll be chill this year i just get the i just get the day of thanksgiving off and working the day after uh so i don't know i i guess I'm, I'm looking forward to the to the good eats the good food but Beyond that, it's not like a, it's not like a, a a vacation is coming out of it or anything like that. It's just it's just a day off at this point, pretty much. Day off to eat good and hang out with the immediate fan.
0: Sam, how about yourself?
1: Thanksgiving, I um I usually go to like the turkey bowl, like championship in DC, Ooh. And, like, um in the morning time. I wanted to be coaching in it this year, but <laughs> unfortunately, my team lost this uh playoff so i'll just be spectating and it probably goes probably two houses and that's probably about it talk uh talk a little bit more about that turkey bowl
2: like what's the what's the experience like what's uh what's the vibe like uh what, what schools nah. are typically participating in it i know it's a dc public school thing right yeah correct
1: normally it's uh my high school i went to uh hg wilson they're in it and this year they playing they are playing they aren't in it again versus uh, roosevelt high school and um uh i was hoping to be able to coach in there because i coached at wilson high school so i was hoping to get in there this year but we lost to roosevelt and the atmosphere though it's like the whole dc be there the whole dc of eastern high school that's a tradition eastern high school um by uh by rfk and stadium armory everybody mm-hmm. the whole be there
2: Stuff. I always hear I always hear a lot about it. I've never been to one before though.
1: But oh, yeah, you definitely gotta go. Hopefully I'm coaching in one game to go, you know, get you on the field with the pass <laughs> sideline pass, all that <laughs> good stuff. Both of y'all, you know, if y'all want to pull
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I, I would not turn that down. I would I would definitely pull up. Hell I would pull up this weekend. This um this week. Hey, quick question. Uh is it like two hand touches? Tackle, like what's the deal? Oh, no, I
1: scrolled all tackle. Like it's the the high school tra- uh, DC um, IAA high school championship full on varsity football tackle.
0: Okay, all right. Because yeah. when I think of turkey Bowl, I think of like you know backyard you and the boys go out there throw the throw the rock around. Try not yeah. to, tear, try, try not to tear, tear ACL before Thanksgiving dinner, which happened one year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, like,
1: I like, man, you really went all out for that that tackle. Now you're going yeah. to the ER, <laughs> yep, and possibly got missed work on Monday, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I I don't miss those days of doing like a uh, turkey bowl. We did, I think I mentioned this story a while back, but like, yeah, we used to go to like different like schools, and it's like it'd be so early in the morning and it'd be freezing out, and the, the football is like all hard, and like, you know, by maybe say. 10 30, maybe 11 is a little bit warmer and like, you know, you can like play. Uh, but yeah, I got tired of doing that, man, because some people took it way too seriously. If like, if you think I'm softball guy when it comes to like, uh, uh rec, co ed rec softball, there's a lot of guys who think they're playing in like the two minute drill of the Super Bowl. And it's like, sir, <laughs> I try to, I'm just trying to get the, the workout. And so, like, I can like eat up all the food when i get to the house you know so yeah those days are over and i don't like i don't even watch like football on, on thanksgiving anymore it's just I'm just, there, I'm just there for you know uh um, oh no there's no there's no this there no, there no, there no, very well like i don't watch like american football like that anymore it's just like it's not because of the falcons but it just i don't know It's kind of like lost interest from like you know for various <clears throat> various reasons but you know so but i I'm, mean I'm, I'm excited to like eat and it's it's still kind of a covet thanksgiving but not really uh so you know people are more open uh people can go travel a bit more freely so you know i look forward to it hey sam quick question are you a sweet potato guy sweet potato pie guy or a pumpkin pie guy
1: uh um if i had to i would do sweet potato if I had to pick between those two. Yeah, I'd go sweet potato. Think. Yeah, sweet potato. What's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Honestly, i I like, oh, dish or like dessert? Dish. Ooh, mac and cheese. Like, ooh, fire mac and cheese. That's the plate. I don't care how everything else is. Mac and cheese right there. Some fire mac and cheese would we'll do it.
0: Yeah, that will, that will do it. You know, I, yeah, that will put me to sleep within, you know, the first hour of eating. <laughs> <laughs> and i do mean the first hour of eating so uh, i will be trying to pace myself uh apparently i lost like like i went um my office opened up for the first time in like you know almost two years you know since um the whole covid thing happened so like i was so used to like you know eating like all this food that would be delivered to our office and stuff like that and so i used to gain a lot of gain a lot of weight you know, I think I was, like, one, probably close to, like, 185 max um, just before the pandemic. It was starting to go down because, like, you know, um, you know, doing, like, softball and all that stuff. But since the pandemic, I've been, like, at home and, like, you know, biking and, like, not really eating a whole bunch of, like, fast food. So I lost a lot of weight. And so when I got to the office, people uh, were like, damn, Carlos, like, you, are, you really lost weight. And I was like, they were like, what's your secret? Well, uh they haven't been here, you know, doing eating all of, like, this great food. Cause like when the first um our our lunch break, we had like um a delivery from founding farmers. I'm not sure yeah. if you ever heard that
2: Yeah, you ever heard of that. It's down in uh it's down in DC near Capitol Arena.
0: Yeah, and so um we uh we got had that food and then like we had like additional like uh for dinner <laughs> went out to eat also so like i gave all this food man it just oh you gain so much weight in the sitting at your laptop and all that stuff so like when they saw me they saw how thin i was It's like damn but i plan on gaining all that weight back come this weekend
2: yeah working working in the city is uh, really work in general can have a bad influence on (laughs) on your eating habits because when you when you're at work, you if you don't bring something with you, your only other option is to order food out, or or you know if you work in a place where you're lucky enough that, you know you're getting hooked up with free food all the time, or food's getting dropped off at your at your place of work, or the you know the whole office is thrown in on lunch together. It's uh, work can be a horrible influence on you when it comes to to, to eating habits. I know all about
0: it. By the way, Darius, I, I heard you on the radio, you and Ryan on the radio the other day with a segment uh that I recorded. Um I need to post the, the letter to uh what was the letter to? It was the one watching the football team uh players. But I was I just happened to be on the radio, I was like, wait, my my boy Darius and Ryan to Yap, uh, uh my Yap family on the radio like that. Tell tell us a little bit about that, Darius, for those who uh are not familiar with what took place the other day. Cause that was pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a, it wasn't a love letter. It was like a, it was
2: like a thank you note. We kind of ripped off the, um, I don't know if anybody's watched the tonight show with Jimmy Fallon, but every Friday on the tonight show with Jimmy Fallon, he does a segment where he writes thank you notes and uh, they play like this kind of like, I don't know lullaby music in the background or whatever. It's supposed to be funny. And then he writes thank you notes out to different different things or different people uh, that were in the news throughout the week. So our thank you note segment was to wide receiver Terry McLaurin from the Washington football team. Of course, we work on a uh, D.C. sports radio station. So uh, we were thanking wide receiver Terry McLaurin because he's been so good. He's basically been like the main bright spot of the Washington football team's offense. Uh, so <laughs> we had – uh, each of us wrote our own thank you note <laughs> to to Terry McLaurin, and then um, we we had callers call in, uh, listeners call in, and, and and give their thank you notes. So it was it was a pretty funny segment. Um, a lot of people uh, made light of it. Of course, we we all tried to have fun with it, and everybody did like funny, silly voices. Uh, <laughs> I think we all we all ended our notes by saying we were. Uh, some sort of high-ranking official in the military it was it was just a funny bit it was a good segment definitely uh uh if you want to listen to it hit me up i can send you a link on how you can listen to that
0: because it was pretty funny because i know you um i know you don't normally get too much airtime as Mm -hmm. a producer Uh, Mm -hmm. so like when i was listening i always hear hear ryan shout out to ryan we need to get him back on the show every time i think about ryan i think about the time game five of the world series and like ryan was just so devastated that then like he was on the verge <laughs> i'm not trying to embarrass my man but he was like on the verge of tears like ryan it's gonna be all right buddy <laughs> it's gonna be all right <laughs> and uh but i hear him all the time on the, um, on the radio so you know it's like to be honest like everybody who's been on this podcast like, who's affiliated with us like with the radio station like i don't uh, it's on air or you know just doing like amazing things you know from um you know our girl Coco Lou, i heard say on like you know our hip-hop station mm-hmm. uh, this morning. And, you know, of course, you know Elsa, mm-hmm. uh, Sanchez, and, uh, you know, our girl, Britt. And so, like, you, know, you, Ryan, hey, they're doing, you know, making big moves. I'm super proud. Super proud of our Yap family.
2: Absolutely. Um, Everybody's getting opportunities, and it's it's, uh, it's a great thing to see.
0: <laughs> well, man, like, there's no easy way to get into this segment, but, you know, just, you know, just kind of grab it grab the bull by the horns. But um yet again there's been another killing of a young rapper, uh young Dolph, the Memphis rapper, who was gunned down earlier last week in front of a uh, a cookie, a small uh, cookie store, bakery, I should say. Uh, 36 years old. It seemed like this one, just like many other Deaths have really surprised a lot of people, and have a lot of people upset. Um, I know I was very much upset uh, hearing the news. I know who he is. I didn't really follow his music like that, but like, given like, like reading the circumstances, like how everything happened, and then what he's been, what he was doing in Memphis, and what he was supposed to be doing this weekend, in out turkeys in his community is just you know very uh, disheartening. Um, Sam, you you you're a little bit more familiar with Young Dolph than I am. You know, tell everybody you know who are not familiar with Young Dolph, um, who
1: he is or who he was. Yeah, so Young Dolph, I know uh, I've been listening to him probably since well, not I'm not a heavy listener, but since like 2014 ish, around that time I first heard him, and he made this song, uh, you know, saying like the joint, uh, preach. I've been hearing that joint so. He was. He that's when I really heard him. I was like, okay, all right, all right. Um, and he was not one of them Memphis rappers, you know, Memphis rappers know how they own gritty style, you know. So I, I took interest in him when I heard it when I first heard that song. Um, I just I respect he's more of a for me, he's more of an influence because I mess with it. Everything as far as he do business wise, he oh, he stayed independent, like LA. Signed a, a distribution deal, but never, but never signed like it to a label. He stayed independent, signed his own artist, through a paper route, and I respect everything he did as a businessman. You know more so than his music. I like how he carried himself. How he always, you know, if you look look him up, he was always giving out, you know, things to the youth, always looking out for Memphis, and that's what ultimately caused his, you know, his death. You know, being back home and yeah, he had you no know, beef and everything back home. So, uh, yeah, that's what it ended up being causing his demise. But I respected his grind and everything.
0: I know um, a few people was telling me like that he, uh, his circle was like, "Don't go back to Memphis," you know. And it's similar to like I guess Nipsey Hussle, where a lot of people said Nipsey should like get out of um, you know the Englewood area and. And like these guys, they're like, no, these is, is the communities they grew up in. They want to go back and do some good in these communities. And unfortunately, uh, like a lot, a lot of times, it's like ego is in the way. People do horrible, horrific acts because of, because of jealousy. And to me, I see this as being no different. Uh, it's really unfortunate. And it's unfortunate. You shouldn't you shouldn't have to like be looking behind your back in your hometown. You know so um yeah it, it just it just very disheartening and to see like he's a family dude and like you know he's you know he has two kids and his, his girl i'm not sure if they were married but like it just his kids are so young and you know, the thing the thing that i think about is like all right he has this, i guess you say he has his persona but like at the end of the day he like you know he's a family he was a family man you know mm you know, yeah, yeah, rap, rapping, making doing music that, I mean, that's his job, that's his career, but like at the end of the day, when he go, went home, he was like, dad, you can see all over social media, like him with his daughter and his, his young son, you mm. know? And so it just, it's just really disheartening and it's frustrating that this keeps happening, you know? Um,
1: seen, like, i am it's just what? like, there's a, lot of,
0: there's a lot of similarity between uh, Young dolphin like Nipsey and it just, it's just, it just unfortunate, man. It's really unfortunate. And now that, uh, it's weird because a lot of these rappers have, like, you know, uh, they, they go on, like, YouTube from I guess, that GQ um, page. And, like, I guess GQ always do, like, these questionnaires or, like, these fun little uh, I don't know, trivia games. And, like, obviously, the minute he died, like, I think that popped up instantly. And I think it was, like, recorded back in, like, May of 2021, it's um, it same thing happened with Nipsey. Like when he died, like GQ, it just so happened that GQ and I did like a little thing with him and Lauren um, London. And like, obviously I guess because his name kept popping up, that's immediately what would pop up um, on YouTube. Um, and like, I think he was, just, I think the video was like him, like five, th- five um, necessities for him to live like showing all these socks. I mean he has socks and he these slippers and like you know he's, um, he's a big fan of like grapefruit. He said everybody should have grapefruit and like you know their refrigerator. Like just a very interesting guy very different topic too. Yeah. Um, I know he I think all his cars are like camouflaged. And so I know um I was talking to a few dudes who like are familiar with like his music and like you know his stuff like not to speculate like, but some people feel like all right it was a setup. Someone like, you know dropped down where he was at, and you know the people rolled up on it. The point being, it doesn't seem like it was a random act of violence. Because mm-hmm. I've, I've seen like a his video, like all his cars are camouflage, and so you know it's very easy to point out you know his car. You know, and so I I, I heard he you know he popped you know he was firing back at these guys. I'm not, I'm not sure how accurate that was, but you know. Like I said, it's, it's just unfortunate. But you know what also irritates me? It's like people like recording after someone's been killed. Like there was a lot of those videos floating around social media um, the other day where like you see his you see his arm hanging outside the window. Just, it just it was just like it's too much, like yeah, stop. Yeah. It just stopped. It's just stop. Like no one needs to see that. Darius, do you have any uh what I know you say you're not too familiar with um the artist uh, uh but like what did you what was your overall like you know when you heard the news and stuff like that how how do you feel about it uh it's just
2: i think i kind of have like more of a general population sense where it's just like why does this keep happening in the in the hip-hop rap community it just it just feels like it just keeps happening way too often in this specific in this specific community and i remember I, i came across some chart i don't know how accurate it was some chart on Twitter where um, it was it was talking about deaths by musicians um, deaths by musicians by genre since the 2000s and it had like the different kinds of deaths like drug overdose and uh, 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 cancer uh, and, and homicide and, and obviously the percentage for homicide in the rap hip-hop community was just astronomically high and it's just it, it, it's sad it's it's frustrating it's disheartening there's so many like words that you can use like that to describe to describe it and it just it just it just will never make sense to me at least i'm sure it'll never make sense to a lot of people uh and i just don't know how it comes to an end i don't know what's i don't know what's the end all be all that stops jealousy and 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 hate especially for people that are trying to give back to their hometowns and their home cities. It just, where, where does it end and how does it end? I, I, I wish I had the answer. I wish somebody had the answer, but I don't think anybody ever will have the answers. I don't know where it ends and where it stops and how it's, it's really sad. It really is. But um, obviously yeah, prayers go out to, to his kids and, and, uh, and, and
0: those that he left behind after his tragedy. I know I did see a post from Jamel Hill. Uh, who I'm, a, I'm still a fan of her work, not as much as I used to be. Uh, Jamel Hill, who used to be with ESPN. Um, she did post something about the whole situation and she was like, oh, this would naturally spark controversy about Black armed, black crime, particularly from people who have, A, never lived in a Black community or perpetually uh, patronized a, um, a Black community only use it to only mention black and black trying to like further their narrative, uh, which will definitely be the case. But apparently uh, in July of 2021, uh, Tennessee permitless carry law went into effect, which means anyone over the age of 21 can open carry or conceal a handgun without a permit. Now, I'm not sure how uh, accurate that is, but I will assume that, you know, she is a reporter. She wouldn't just put out random stuff out there. But she did say, um, she continued to say that Memphis ranked ninth as the least educated city in uh, America. um, And the media income for black uh, African-Americans in Memphis is 30,000, 30,000. So that's not much, that's a lot of, you know, uh, lower income families. Um, and it all, I always say, like, I always say this, like, it all adds up, you know. he said when it will end, it's like, well, if someone is envious of someone who, you know, like, you know, the old saying, crabs in the barrel. It's like, it's the same thing. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not going to praise you because you're doing good. I'm going to be jealous and envious of you. And I'm going to take what you got because I don't got it. And yep. instead of going, instead of being like, all right, let me f- figure out how he did it so I can get to that position. No, I'm going to take what he has, even if that means taking his life.
1: Right. Yeah. And that's,
0: and that's basically, you know, in a lot of communities across this country, that's like the biggest issue. So when someone's mentioned, well, what about, well, what about Chicago and what about Black on Black crime? Well, yeah, believe me. We're always focused on the community and figuring out how we can solve this problem. It's not an easy thing to solve. If all like you know, who's handing out these handguns? Who's getting? How how are people getting these guns without permits? Um, there's so many layers to this. It's not an easy answer. And so, it is kind of a cheap, a uh, kind of a crutch once like you know when someone brings up. Uh, black and black crime in the community as opposed to you know uh, something um, racially motivated right? right so I don't know it just it's frustrating it's tiresome and um, you know to help things go on and things have been going on in the city all summer and it's like you know we're in the fall you know and, you know in DC and like you know there's been a lot of gun violence like you know in the city so it's like it's all over.
1: And there's no easy answer for it. No, there's no answer for it. It's just, it's just like, you know, like both of y'all said, it just sucks because, like, some people really, you know, worked hard and put their families' positions to be great and the grind they put in for years. And this will be, it can just all change in a matter of seconds, seconds right. and minutes taken away from you. And people you just never know who envious. And, and, like you said, it sounded like it was a setup, which it was, you know he's he he he's been living this long. You know, he knows who his enemies are. But, you know, people, mostly people get caught when they let their guard down for people you trust and be the same people that you trust that set you up, so.
0: Right, right.
1: Um, like, you can't even go home. Like, this is a bad feeling. You can't even, you know, go home and do the things that you normally go get cookies, you know, something, for example. You can't go home and do that because, you know, you got to look over your shoulder and he would have never thought that you know he would go uh, some he would probably do this routinely and it'd be his last time going in there. Yeah, that's the part that really blows like blows my mind. He went there to buy some cookies, at, you know, and
0: support a small business. Like he was supporting a small business, you know. And I think he was just tweeting about, uh, or I think he mentioned on IG about the, the bakery, you know, and like it, it just you know it's just really upsetting. You know, he got gunned down. Get Getting some cookies, you know. And I don't even think these guys even like. I don't even think it's due to like money or anything. I mean, it's shadows, you know. So, <sighs> you know, just crazy. You know, but uh, you know, RIP to Young Golf. Hey, Darius, I know you've been watching the final season of Insecure. I have. We.
2: I mean, yeah. I remember my first my first episode on Yes Another Podcast was us talking about insecure (laughs) so uh so i'm i'm all in on watching this final season of the show it's actually kind of sad this is the final season of the show but uh, Mm -hmm. i guess Issa ray has a good idea of when good things need to come to an end rather than rather than milking it like a lot of of these other tv shows and series are doing but uh but yeah it's been it's been a very interesting season been very funny too by the way, but it's had some serious, uh, some serious ups and downs
0: already throughout this early portion of the season. Now, I haven't seen the most recent episode. There's mm-hmm. a new episode tonight that's gonna be recorded, recorded on Sunday, but I didn't see last week's episode. Uh, we're not gonna the, spoil
2: the fourth episode,
0: yeah. We're not gonna spoil it for <laughs> anybody who have not um, uh, has been following, but yeah, there's been some really good episodes, and I've been really sad about it too. Cause I'm like, dang, hey, this, this has been like. This show I really um touched a lot of people. It's very relatable to a lot of a lot of people, uh, especially in the African American community, where it's like, all right, the show's not about music, it's not about, you know, drugs, it's just regular people, you know, trying to figure things out in their late twenties, early thirties, you know, uh that just happened to be black.
2: And just so, happen to live in LA which must yeah. be nice.
0: Oh, yes. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Hollywood Rose. <laughs> that, that might be turned a real thing. Hey, no. So, hey, what do you, remember I told you uh, I had a picture that I was going to wait to post a while back? A couple of episodes ago, I mentioned, like, you know, I'm talking about my, my latest California trip, but like there was a <laughs> picture that I needed, like I was going to wait to post, but I ultimately posted uh, the apartment of Insecure. You haven't seen, you haven't seen oh, that? Oh,
2: The, the Dooms. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it's that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I've seen you know, that. Also, yeah, I was like, I think I told, I was, I was talking to people, like, yeah, man, that, people were just taking pictures left and right over there, you know, so.
2: No, um, it was a was good, good good photo op that you got right in front of it.
0: Got that right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, this episode, this season has been, like, really good. It's been like, dang, so, like, when the season ends, like, what can I watch after that? I'm not sure. Like, I know Atlanta's coming back, but, like, Atlanta's been gone for, like, three years. Like, I feel like they lost a lot of momentum because everybody got, like, became, like, stars, which is good. But they lost a lot of momentum. So, uh, we'll see about that. But
1: there was one episode. Like, my, by the way, Sam, do you watch Insecure? Yeah, I definitely watch it. Um I, I got to watch Tonight's nice episode. I know it probably came out to midnight, but I gotta I gotta watch it. And I watched the, uh, last episode. I, I'm caught up. Um, I'm definitely a big fan of Insecure. Uh, I've been watching it for the last couple of years. Cause this that this is one of the shows I can say honestly. Out of all the shows I watch, this one just touches home. Like hits home for me. Cause it's like it's like what we going through in an everyday basis. You know, from every from, from yeah, just from our career standpoint, trying to figure out what we're gonna do from family and just kind of pretty much find, you know, as she tried to find herself, like, just pretty much what we go through in our community and us stuff personally. So I'm definitely a big fan of what she's doing.
0: There was one episode, I mean, I'm not going to spoil anything, but the episode where Lawrence is um, trying to be a co-parent. Yes. Um, and, like, I don't have any children. I'm not married. Uh, but it seemed like that episode was just so raw. It was so real. It was like that's what it's like. It's like that's what it's like to be with the girl, woman of your dreams. Things don't work out. You you go, you hook up with your, I guess, your rebound, and uh-oh, your rebound gets like backed up, but you back with your the love your the love your life, yep. Uh, which personally, that's part of that's probably of like top five worst nightmares.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. she <laughs> <I'm
0: like>, oh. get <laughs> it all figured out. It's yeah, everything's working well. Oh my god, no, no, no. Why? I do <laughs> But by the way, uh, kadola is very, very attractive. Very attractive. Oh, that's not even uh, a good question. I mean, she is fine as I don't know what. But in this circumstance, you know Lawrence, you know, would say I don't know. I'm put it this way. Like, I think Cadola was, was more of um, Lawrence was more of Cadola's rebound than Lawrence was more of then vice versa. Because I think, think Cadola was got of like uh, just recently divorced. If I so like she just trying you know have fun or whatever, and they're like oh
1: know
0: but like that like that episode was just so kind of tough to watch it was like not really a fun yeah. episode you see like you see like all these right, two people who were dating for a little bit they have a kid and not only did they not get along it's like almost toxic mm-hmm. you know? and it's like it was like a different side of um and both it was like both both parents were like, all wrong." And like at one at one point, I was like, "Oh man, because was tripping," but like later on that episode, I was like, "Well, no, well Lawrence, you also kind of like you know, you also kind of doing some you know f boy ish stuff," and it just like you know, like, "Dang, man," it's like I hate to be in that type of situation. It was almost like a a warning for those of us who don't have kids just yet
2: hmm yeah that the 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 one that the one that hurt the most or the, the the part throughout that entire episode that hurt the most was uh when Lawrence was coming to get the baby for the baby to come spend a day at his house and yeah. she ultimately said you can't take the baby with you yeah that moment right there was like oh my god that like that happens that moment right there happens in real life to people all the time and that hurts i know it, it has to hurt so much it was just that, that was, like you say, it was a uh such a realistic episode it it made it hard to watch but that's what's great about the show the the show just does a good job of uh uh grabbing those emotional strings because they're such realistic real life situations and that, that one was definitely a, a, a pinnacle of uh, emotional portion
1: of the episode yeah and for me the the part that got me was when they did the split screen and how to show like their everyday lives or what he's doing compared to what she's doing i'm like dang that made you feel for her so bad like like even though you even though that seemed like dang what was she, what, ta- what was she doing but when you split it down the middle and just seeing his everyday life versus her everyday life you can't i know everybody it was probably felt for her some side of way, like dang. Oh yeah, really definitely.
0: Crazy. Yeah, yeah, because was- yeah, she, because she was definitely, again, like like I mentioned at the beginning of the um, episode, you're like dang, because tripping. But then when they do that split screen, and you see, you see how um, different their lives are, because she has that kid, and she's you know Lawrence, because at this point Lawrence leaves Calif- uh, leaves LA, and moves to like, San Francisco, <laughs> and so. Mm-hmm. Once they, um, once he came down to visit and he left, hey, he was living his single life again. While Codola yeah. was like, you know, stuck with the baby, you know, yeah. you know, to like clean, like, you know, feed the baby and like, you know, waking up early to like, you know, change baby diapers and all that. It was like, oh wow. Like Lars really, really is like not thinking this through. Like he's playing the victim. And I'm like, dang, you don't want to be, the, you don't want to ever play the victim in that situation. <laughs> especially as a man it's like damn so yeah that 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 scene really kind of flipped the whole um the whole episode at least for me um yeah. so you know I, like I said I just I don't want to be put in that position uh, where you know you have you have a you know you have the co-parent and it just you know I mean no, don't get it don't get it' don't get it twisted there are a lot of good positive uh co-parents out there but that's one of like the most realistic things I've seen on yeah. television. You know, I don't think I haven't seen anything like that on television. Like where it's like the co-parents, you know, you see like you know the cause and effect. And so, um, I look forward to seeing. I'm checking up the season, and you know, the soundtrack as always of that show is fantastic. You know, I I always uh, if you like listen to our show on uh, the Real Fun DC app you probably recognize a few songs from insecure that you know we're able to get on like you know on our rotation yeah? and that's going gonna to have some more um uh, songs in our rotation in the near future um so but yeah i have no idea how this um the series going to end um uh, i just know i really did like the fact that they uh, fast forward i think it's a really good career uh a very good way to like bring things up to date because, like, the last two seasons they were like stuck in like a certain time period. And, like, I think by episode, I feel like by episode two, they, they were able to like fast forward it to get things up to, up to date, which I thought was very smart. Um, by Easton and the, and the crew, so yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, moving forward, but yeah, I I am. It'll be incredibly sad when the season, the series finale comes to it, um, uh, pops up in a few weeks, so. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> we need that. And remember, Issa Rae, she was, you know, she's, I mean, she's from L.A., but she was here in Potomac. She like in school over here in Potomac. Even with um, Yvonne Orji, she's from, um, I believe she's from Laurel, Maryland. So, and and, uh, and then uh, the i Kelly, uh gosh, Natasha, um, I forget Roswell. I think that's her last name. Mm-hmm. Um was, she went to the University of Maryland. So like there are a lot of DMV um Dang. links here.
2: They should've filmed the show here. What the hell?
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> remember, like, right? <laughs> like yeah, look it up. Like, yeah. He says, I think she went she went to school in Potomac, you know, same with um like you know uh, Yvonne, she was in T G County and And Natasha, she was, um, you know, went to UMD. So I thought that was very... The only person who's not really from the area is, like, you know, Amanda Seals. Mm -hmm. But we won't say too much about that. (laughs) You know, one time I tried to get her on my college radio uh, show. No way. Yeah, like, I didn't know... Like, I was kind of, like, you know, that back when, like, Twitter was really new. And so, you know, I think uh, I just slid into her DMs or whatever. I like, hey, um, I'll let to get you on my show for like, like videos or whatever. And I remember she said, she didn't say no. She did not say no. But I think she said, yeah. I think she sent me the link to her PR person. And I, I think I sent them like a little, you know, email, but they, they never responded back to me. So, uh, yeah. But also like the way she said it, and like the tweet was very much like how a lot of people view her. It wasn't like, oh sure, yeah, yeah, talk to my my people. It was like talk to this person. Period. I'm like well,
2: very now. very straight to the point. Not very yeah, like, like, not yeah, very pointed.
0: Like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay, all right. Maybe I, maybe it's not a good idea. So <laughs> <laughs> hey, quick, quick Hey, what was the deal? With, I'm not sure, maybe maybe y'all don't know this, but what was the whole you know, uproar about the AKAs. I think in the first episode. I got no clue. Was, yeah, there was something. There was something going on where people were like you know, you know we need an AKA on here, uh, but like something happened. I, know, I think uh, Amanda Steele's character was like an AKA, like people were just I don't know, you know, upset about something. I don't know because she's not a real AKA. Where to tell I know that whole thing is very, very touchy. Like you know. Yeah, you gotta be careful with that. Yeah, yeah. You, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta be very careful like how you, you know, you know you represent like a fraternity that is not that you're not a member of. So, especially especially in the Divine Nine. So, um, yeah,
2: yeah, I got I got no clue, and I don't even think I want to comment on that.
0: Just nah, <laughs> yeah, yeah we're probably, probably the Uh, Darius, where can they follow you at?
2: I can be followed at the underscore game 836 on Twitter, on Instagram, on Twitch and on YouTube.
1: Sam. Yes, sir. Twitter, IG G G six underscore goat, And you can know, uh, you can check out my website, my G six website, um, which is game six elite with the number six elite.com. You can follow, uh, you can look at that. And yeah, I'm on Twitch too. I'm trying to be like, uh, you know, the game over here, you know, trying to be like him. What game you be playing? Um, Right now, it's mostly Madden, and then probably second, uh, 2K, and then I dibble and dabble and everything else. When Among Us come out on console in a couple weeks, I'm going to be on Among Us, streaming <laughs> that. Can't wait to do that. That's what I've been waiting for all year.
2: For the for the record, he said he's trying to be like me, but he got affiliate first, so.
0: Oh, wow. Excuse me. I'm the one that was not affiliated. You know, I got to But I mean, It'd be a shame if I came over there and beat both of y'all on in Madden, and I haven't played Madden in like years. It'd be a shame if that happened. Well, that won't yeah. happen, so you don't have to worry
1: well, about it's that. <laughs> he probably beat me, but you know you ain't beating him over there. You probably yeah, we'll see, we'll see. We <laughs> like, might have to get you know,
0: um, Dorian, you know, uh, I'm about to say what a break as if we we're in college. <laughs> we're not in college. Um, you can follow my personal page at That @brenda_losa on IG and Twitter. If you also if you want to be on the show, you can email us at yesanotherpodcast at gmail You can follow us on social media, on Twitter at yes another pod and on IG yes another podcast. And make sure to download the Real Fun DC app. Um, our show is on Monday through Friday at 10 a.m., 2 p.m., 6 p.m., and 8 p.m. And if you hop on Apple Podcasts, make sure to like, leave us five stars, and definitely leave us a nice review. So for me, Darius, and Sam, until next time, we out.